Welcome to the Build Business Acumen Podcast, where we deliver practical knowledge and powerful guidance. Here is your futuristic host, Nathaniel Skula. Gabby Jurgens is the creator and founder of Homefront Girl, an international inspirational brand shining the spotlight in fashion and retail on the families that stand behind the men and women who serve their nation in uniform. A daughter of a veteran, raised in military life and a former military spouse of 28 years, she created a brand inspired by her front row seat to bravery, sacrifice and service. And she's a very inspirational lady. So let's dig into this interesting interview. Well, hey, Gabby, it's lovely to speak to you again. Oh, it's lovely to be here. Thank you for having me, Nathaniel. My pleasure. My pleasure. I'm really quite excited to hear your story, actually, because you've got a really inspiring story from uh, from what I gather. And you've kind of fought really hard, haven't you, to launch your brand, uh, launch your clothing brand. And, uh, you know, how, how did it happen? What sort of drove you to where you have ended up? Well, um, when I started Homefront Girl, um, Real quick, I have a military family background, uh, and I was married into the military, raised my son in the military life. So for me, it was sort of, you know, they always say as to writers, uh, write what you know. Uh, this was what I knew, and I had attended a licensing show, and I didn't see this mega demographic uh, that I had grown up in represented in retail, and so I decided to look more into it, and then I... Fast forward, started to build up the collection of artwork and soon got an agent, a licensing agent. And uh, licensing in a nutshell is where an artist creates art and then it licenses it to a manufacturer who then places that on their products. And so that's who my, my agents represent me on, on that end, um, getting me contracts and getting my products. So I've done things with the Yankee Candle Company, uh, which I was very gratified. Actually, when the collection came out, uh, we had a lot of, uh, I had a lot of emails and uh, followers from the UK who loved the collection. Unfortunately, it was not carried in the UK or Canada. It was only carried here in the US. Uh, but now it's available on eBay and apparently really in astronomical prices. But um, I was glad that so many took to it, uh, to the collection. And um, so I have licensed to an, a, a lot of major companies that are gift companies. Uh, and uh, along the way, I developed a variety of different collections from Homefront Baby uh, to uh, Homefront Kids, a line that uh, identifies uh, really to the tween market and the teen market. And essentially, Homefront Girl was a way for me to um, kind of put out something so that within the military community uh, and military families, would find something that they could identify with and represented their lifestyle and their story uh, in retail, right. which hadn't been done before. So um, I definitely, one of the challenges, and I had mentioned to you, I call myself the accidental entrepreneur because I really fell into this. I had no idea what I was doing. So if I could do it, anybody else out there, please, you can do this. <laughs> but um, so it's it's been a sort of a, a the learning curve um, as far as, because what happened to me is I tapped into a market that no one had actually ever really looked at. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. And that places uh, for any entrepreneur when you're starting a, a business, a challenge to be able to go to market and say, well, this is a collection that is geared towards, you know, this market here. And if it hasn't been done before and they've never looked at that market, there's a challenge there because there's no actual numbers behind it. So the manufacturer is going to take a look and wonder, okay, well, you know, what are the numbers here and what is the feedback and everything? And that was challenging. And then the other challenge was that they would look at the demographic, which when I say that, I'm talking about military families, the veterans, caregivers, first responders. Um, So it's a very large market. I mean, it's just astronomical. Um, And it's an evergreen market because we will always have men and women and families who serve our nation. And so will you in the UK. Um, So it was a challenge to get them to see us as more than just a, a niche market. It's the patriotic 4th of July or it's the Veterans Day. It isn't. It's every day. Um, And so, but it's not a challenge that couldn't be overcome. And I was, I've been very uh, grateful and that so many first responders families have taken to the brand because when I had to come up with a tagline for Homefront Girl and my agent asked me, well, who is the Homefront Girl? Um, And I, you know, when I came up with that name is, Trust me, I was like, really, what am I going to call this? Uh, because I had to come up with a name. My agent was interesting. Right. So I came up with that and I said, hey, how's that? Do you like that one? And they said, <laughs> yeah. And I said, great, great. Okay. And then I felt, okay, let's move on. Now, where do we go now with, the, with this idea of branding me? Because they felt that I didn't just have a collection. I had a story behind it yeah. because I'd lived the life. And so then, I, of course, the next question was, well, but who is the home front girl? And I was like, oh, darn, you have more questions? <laughs> uh, let me get back to you. Uh, so I sat down and I actually just wrote it out really quickly. And I thought, um, you know, in a simple message, I mean, I've tailored it down, but essentially uh, it's on the trademark, but it's, um, it's anyone that's ever loved someone serving in the military or first responders and share that hero with the world. And it's really sharing your hero with the world is what it's come down to. And I think um, at its essence, everyone can identify with that because whether it's a hero that goes into uh, a burning building or someone that is deploying or someone that is going out uh, as a police officer to do his duty in the morning and you say goodbye, you are, that person is giving them themselves to their community. And that person that stays home and loves that person is sharing someone that means everything to them. I, I've said this before, military men and women who are active and have served never call themselves heroes. I, at least I've never found one. Uh, but the families um, have, you know, really do consider them their heroes, their loved ones, and they recognize the service. But what I wanted to do with Homefront Girl is also reflect on that there's service rendered on both sides of what I've come to call the brave because military families also serve. Um, And I was a witness to that my entire life. I had a front row seat to seeing the bravery of our children, the bravery of our moms and families extended and friends. And I wanted to give to 
the designs and that I created a feminine voice, which I didn't see coming up through the ranks. You know, I saw a lot of the, um, you know, th- you, you'll see, you know, the regimental and everything else, but it's very masculine. It didn't, um, it didn't really speak to the, to the inspirational quality of the life that, um, because it is a lifestyle. And I, so um, that's how I developed really moving forward. What I wanted to put out is to kind of cement the bonds within the military community, but also to expose to the civilian community of really what this lifestyle and the people that live it, um, what they're about and what they're like. And if I did it through some of the designs and some of the sayings and some of the inspirational words, then that's how it came across. Um, and of course it, it ballooned, you know, into, um, I have a, a, a legging line, which is really very popular right now. Um, I created about 65 camos and they're trendy camos. They're mm. not your grandpa's camos. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and, uh, uh, you know, travel bags. I've got a line of uh, beautiful uh, platform heels uh, for anyone out there who loves their heels uh, coming out this summer, as well as um, a really incredible, uh, well, here in the U.S., we call it kicks. So it's basically, you know, sneakers, yeah. <laughs> uh, Converse type, uh, Skecher-like type of shoes, but they will be all in camo. So, and I'm really excited about that line because um, it's, um, the camos are fun and I've enjoyed doing it. I've, you know, like I said, I'm self-taught, but I come at it from a perspective of loving fashion and color. And um, so to me, it's, uh, it goes hand in hand um, as a creative. And um, so that in a nutshell is a little bit of home front girl. But one thing that I would add is uh, that, you know, I think I mentioned this to you before is the boundaries of where this line goes, goes towards anyone in any country who has a loved one who serves. And I was very proud to have been a part of uh, some of my, you know, military assignments when I was a spouse with the British and the Canadian armies, uh, army. And, um, and I, you know, it was, it was interesting for me and it's something that I've pulled from, um, to realize, you know, the differences is in how our lives are for a family in Great Britain who is serving, uh, whose loved one is serving, and um, not only just the support unit of what life is like to them, uh, comparing it to what it is for the U.S. and Canada. And, um, you know, there's so many similarities, but um, also um, I learned a lot from just talking to them and learning about their experiences. And then a few short years ago, you, uh, in Britain, uh, there was a, a, a music, uh, a group that came out with, um, a amazing song. I think it was at Christmas. Cause I know in Great Britain, you guys have some at Christmas time, there's like a contest with the song of, uh, am I, am I saying you this mean, right? You mean, you mean the, like the Eurovision song contest, the European one? No, 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 this one was military spouses. Oh, uh, I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah, we choir. have. One. Yeah, yeah. Do we you have remember one. that? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. It, it was an extraordinary, you know, the way they came out and the song was just so gripping and lovely. And, you know, looking at these spouses singing um, for their loved ones and, uh, and how prou- proud they are. And it was very similar to uh, the military spouse choir that performed on um, 
uh, I can't even remember, but it was one of those musical shows, but they performed all over the country now. I have a, a friend who's actually a part of the choir um, and they come from all, sir, all of all the branches of service. So Navy, Air Force, Army, Marines. Um, I'm sure it's probably the same on uh, for the choir that's there in Britain, but I did love it. I mean, I, and, and to me, I always looked at that as that there it is, there's that bond um, of shared experiences uh, that these women and these families uh, share. And um, it's, a, it's it, I think that's in a nutshell what I really tried to get at. And so along the way, I have created a UK line uh, for Homefront Girl. And uh, it's, it's just, right now, it's just a few things and it is available at homefrontgirl.com. That's mm -hmm. my website. Um, but, you know, I think that what I wanted to do was also be able, because I do hear from, I, I have quite a few followers, uh, from the UK and, uh, they also love so much of what they see, but of course they would love to see the Union Jack, uh, behind it, uh, yeah. because that's, their, that's, you know, that's their represented, uh, representation. Yeah. And so then I've. So I've translated a lot of that, which isn't difficult. Um, one of my most popular designs was imagine a world without heroes. And um, it's a simple saying, but it's one that struck a nerve very much so in a good way with so many people um, because it's a reminder, regardless of what uh, country your loved one is serving in uh, the service, um, they answer a call to serve. Um, and we need to always remember that um, it's not uh, an easy call. Nobody wants to go, uh, but yet they do. And the United States has been all volunteer force. Um, I'm not quite sure if it is in Britain. You can, maybe you know. Volunteers, um, yeah, yeah. It's all, now it is, yeah. National service stopped like many years ago. Which is right. <coughs> so like us, when we had the draft. So yeah. when you think about it is, you know, they're going in, they're raising their hand and they're saying, you know, send me. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it's so, I always reflect on the fact that that's, uh, something to really be extraordinarily in awe of in so many ways. Um, because it's not an easy thing to leave your family and your, and go off. And it's not an easy thing to sit at home and wait. Well, it's not just that you're actually, they're actually uprooting a lot of the time, the whole family and moving them all over the world. I mean, it's a, it's a very tough life, I'm sure, for, especially for the kids and the, and the, and the wives. It must be very, very hard. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, it's hard uh, on the kids uh, because you are always the new kid. Yeah, you, yeah. You know, in the US, every two or three years is the move. Yep. You know, some less, uh, you know, time and place. Uh, mm -hmm. And then for the mothers or the wives or the spouses, both male and female, it's uh, you got to start over. And having a career, um, there's only a few portable career options uh, when you're dealing with this kind of transition, constantly mm -hmm. going and uh, moving. So um, you do give up quite a bit. So it's uh, like I said, service is being rendered on both sides. Yeah. And, um, and I'm, you know, really happy that, um, the collections that I've created, uh, have been able to touch people in that way. And also that I've been able to tie some of the collections to military charities that mean, so, you know, mean a lot yes. to me. Well, that's important. I think that's really important. I think sharing, you know, uh, charitable efforts, let's say, uh, 
is really important these days because there are so many people that just need help, you know? And it's like, if, if you just share maybe a word with someone, you might help them and stop them from committing suicide. But if you are, you know, giving, giving money towards charities, then those charities can really change a lot of lives, can't they? Absolutely. One of the, the limited edition collection I did for Yankee Candle, uh, that was uh, for the purchase of every candle that you bought uh, from Yankee. And it was carried at all 500 stores here in the United States and online. Um, a portion went back to um, Homes for Our Troops, which builds adaptive mortgage-free homes to triple amputees. Wonderful. Wow. And so that wow. makes a world of difference to, yeah. a, to someone that has literally given all in oh, yeah. many ways. Uh, their life is forever transformed, and so is their family. Uh, military yeah. caregivers are another one uh, that I don't, you know, it's, uh, it's extraordinary uh, to suddenly find yourself in that role. But yeah, it's, uh, it yeah, but the resources are important for them to be for their, because being a caregiver is, is difficult at best. Uh, and so they require also the resources to be uh, supported um, as they go through the transitions and adapting to uh, a loved one that is either visible scars or invisible. Yeah. Uh, and so they have, to, they, their lives have been transformed and changed due to service. Um, for their nation. So, and, yeah. you know, I would, I, one of the things that I'd mentioned to you earlier is that, you know, as, as anything, you know, um, one of the things that I'd heard back from um, a Canadian, uh, a, a couple of Canadian wives um, who had written to me in regards to um, some of the designs that they had seen and they made, um, they wanted, of course, the, you know, the maple leaf <laughs> on it. Of um, course. Yeah, of yeah. course. And, um, and what they told me really was that um, they sometimes felt like they in within so many ways um, invisible uh, within really uh, the scope of things. You know, everyone is very proud and loves them and everything, but not a lot of people really um, look into that other side. You know, the fact that there's a family that that's there, that's also, you know, missing a loved one. Yeah. And that this was a way what they saw as much as it was um, Homefront Girl was, you know, I started to hear um, as an American, I started uh, for our military men and women, but the inspirational quality of it was something that they felt gave them a voice uh, in a way that they hadn't seen in retail before. And really that was one of the things that gave me the impetus to continue because I felt that it was sort of a watershed moment for me when I realized how many people really gravitated to the designs. Uh, in particular, I, I am the other half of the brave. That was uh, something military caregivers really took to that design. Uh, and I could totally understand it because in, in a very short, sweet, succinct way, it was announcing that, you know what, I'm serving too. Yeah. And here in the United States, uh, you know, we're known as the silent ranks It's for, for decades. Um, and in many ways, I think that's what I got from the contact that I had with these Canadian uh, military wives. Um, and I could certainly understand that. And so, you know, I've put out a Canadian line um, and the UK line and um, and I, I, and also um, I'm bilingual. 
And so I've also put out a line in, uh, in Spanish. Oh, um, muy bien. Muy bien, gracias. Gusta español. Ah, vos español. <laughs> Don't make me test you now, Matt. <laughs> no, no ahora, porque um, es necesario por uh, practicar todos los días. Exactamente. Un poquito. Yeah. Uh, so no, I'm not going to speak Spanish. Yeah, okay, I'm, all right. I'm, okay. No, I'm a bit rusty. I mean, we could in theory, but uh, but. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of need to practice a bit more. I was just practicing a couple of days back with uh, with some Spanish people. Is it yesterday? Really? Yeah, yesterday I was just talking to some people from Spain, actually. Yeah. Well, do you speak any other languages? No. Uh, well, I did eight years of uh, French at school, but uh, I haven't I haven't spoken French for a long time. I'm not against it. I ne- I think I need a French girlfriend. That may be the oh, way. Oh well, there's you can go. Well, yeah. I I know that. Yes. Well, we've talked. I apparently will be passing out some numbers to you. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Well, yes, hilarious. I can't help but mention to all of our listeners out there uh, no. that I actually have uh, uh, I have given him, I've given Nathaniel uh, this sort of uh, moniker of Britain's George Clooney. Uh, <laughs> hilarious. Oh, not hilarious, hilarious actually. Quite it brilliant. Could worse. It could be worse. <laughs> I could look like someone else, right? Well, you know, yeah, you can't do too bad. It's not too shabby for that. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Classic. Oh my God, I'm making it. idea. I am blushing. I oh, am I'm blushing. Sure you are. Yeah, totally. But uh, um, so, in terms of like your entrepreneurial journey, right? Like when you started, mm-hmm. what you know, you've been through all sorts of trials and tribulations. Yeah. So you said you said about the market, like you've you've had to sort of you know understand the marketplace and this kind of stuff so you know what other sort of challenges have you have you sort of been through i mean obviously cash flow is always uh, a challenge starting a business but what you know what else i think really uh because i the when i started the studio um i had an agent and i knew that it was i knew i had to go with a boutique agency because this was something that nobody had ever looked at before and um, this market. I mean, there's always lots of stuff on Zazzle and, you know, you could go on any of these, you know, Etsy sites and you'll see something that, you know, someone's making for, you know, with the military related in some way. But what I was doing is a little different. I was looking at placing it in retail. Mm -hmm. And so what really was the greatest challenge, I think, for both my agents and for myself in trying to keep it in a way, a bit of a broad stroke of a brush stroke uh, so that not, not make it so uh, inclusive, you know, so much military, but, but more of an inspirational, yeah. uh, but without losing sight of the reason why it was started. Um, it was really the educating the public. And I did a lot of appearances and met a lot of manufacturers and, um, uh, you know, um, the studio was quite young, um, when it, I kind of got interrupted with, um, stage three breast cancer. And so I had to go and fight that for, uh, about 19 months. Um, but at the same time I traveled to, uh, Johns Hopkins where I got my treatment in, in Maryland and I traveled with my, you know, my, 
my iMac, <laughs> Mr. Windows. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well. Oh, uh, we yes. <laughs> but, uh, um, and my two dogs, by the way, um, back and well, forth from, wow. from my home to, you know, to spending a lot of time in, in, in treatment. So I kept it going. At least I, um, I kept all my contracts going. I introduced the teddy bear collection at that same time. Mm -hmm. uh, that I was uh, going through treatment. Unfortunately, I made a few uh, appearances, yeah. but wasn't exactly, you know, it was a very aggressive uh, treatment that I was going through. So I wasn't always in the best of shape. But um, so when I finished my treatment, um, I went forward and um, I came back and I was grateful that I was done and I'm two years out and knock on wood, I'm doing good. Wow. Uh, and so, um, now it's, um, you know, it's, uh, it, it's, you know, I, I'm very excited about some of the opportunities that are coming my way, uh, for not only Homefront Girl for, but also, uh, for me in the, in the sense of, uh, a lot of work that I'm doing to pass legislation, to change a law that impacts, uh, military spouses here in America in a very negative way, mm -hmm. uh, in the event of a divorce. And, uh, so I'm, that's something that I've taken on. It's um, because it impacted me and uh, yeah, it's too late for me, but it still doesn't mean that I, I just don't want another spouse to ever go through what I went through. It's mm -hmm. just, um, it's not right. So that's one of the things that I'm uh, very uh, passionate about that kind of goes hand in hand with the studio that I built with Homefront Girl. And along the way also, um, you know, the opportunity to speak on, uh, what it's like to be a woman entrepreneur and taking the challenge of, um, especially as you're older, uh, to go out there and uh, kind of find your second act. And, yeah. and that's really what I feel that I did um, is, uh, you know, and I, and I say this, I, I, I'll be speaking at an event in October down in uh, Charleston, South Carolina, mm -hmm. to a large group of military spouses. And I was asked to speak. Um, you know, and I, you know, the, the gist of it is that I was, I'm self-taught, you know, it was something I would, I, I had a choice. I could, you know, happily retire as a military spouse at the time. And, you know, I don't know, I have no idea what I would be doing. I had drinking all the wine in Wisconsin and all the cheese in Wisconsin. I don't know, because that's where I was, but I chose, I knew I needed to do something creative. And uh, so I dug into what I had, which were, I kept journals my whole life. Mm -hmm. And uh, of all of the experiences that I had gone through witnessing um, so many things that just made an impression on me from memorial services to uh, just extraordinary uh, lives that I met along the way of, from all walks of life uh, that decide to serve. And uh, so that was what I dipped my pen in or my brush in to build the collection. And um, I'm always really uh, blessed when I have the opportunity to go back in front of our veterans and um, just say thank you and uh, pass out a bear, uh, sit and talk to them. And uh, I think it's, um, it's extraordinary uh, opportunity to say thank you. And so when I talk on, different podcasts and different uh, radio or TV um, about my life and what inspired building the studio and um, putting a spotlight on this community. Uh, 
it's just, uh, it's not hard at all. Um, and, uh, and also if I inspire other women to pursue a, a decision to go on an entrepreneurial journey, um, I'm all for it. You know, I've always had this mantra that girls compete with each other, women empower one another. And I believe in women empowerment. So, um, mm -hmm. so, you know, that's sort of been what, um, I've kind of had as sort of my guiding compass as I, I've gone through this and I'm still quite, you know, it's just, it's just starting, you know, uh, yeah. Put Madonna. I want to rule the world. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, <laughs> excuse me. <clears throat> so let me see what I was going to say. So you've, how long have you been, have you been sort of doing, doing this? Well, I, uh, the trademark came through in 2013. Once I signed with, uh, Anesco, which is a very large international, uh, gift company. Mm -hmm. They put, uh, they signed me with an exclusive contract for three years and they put out about 250 SKUs. And I was very, uh, but they loved the line the minute they saw it. And, uh, that was 2013. I knew that I had to pursue the trademark because now it was going to be in, you know, major stores, uh, across the country and, uh, it was being launched and uh, I knew that I needed to protect it. So it was an expense. You know, I think that goes with, again, talking about brands, yeah. um, and the expenses that come with that, uh, the decision to go towards a trademark is a decision that once you are building a brand and you feel that that's an important way of protecting your intellectual property, it is something to consider and move forward with, but it is expensive. I, I don't know what it is in the UK, but. Oh yeah. It's expensive. expensive. Yeah. Getting yeah. trademark. Yeah, for sure. It's, and it takes a long time. So um, I actually yeah. engaged a, a, a attorney to actually help me through this process. But, and I was very lucky that he actually had worked with the U S patent and trademark office. Mm -hmm. And so he had that sort of background as well. But, um, so I got, so the trademark came and then I made it into an LLC and, yeah. uh, that was on the, and then, you know, soon after, uh, we were talking, I mean, literally we're talking 2014 yeah. when, um, a, a lot of the collections were being launched, uh, by October of 2015, uh, my marriage imploded, uh, and within a space of five months, I was diagnosed with cancer. Wow. Uh, so stress will do things to you. So, you know, yeah. think, you know, everyone understand that it, it's, uh, so anyway, so, so it, as you could tell, it was, I, it's a lot has been done in the time, um, that I've had it. Uh, and I'm excited about where it's going and the opportunities that are presenting itself. Um, and the way that people are learning about it, um, I'm looking forward to being on the Ellen DeGeneres show. Oh yes, but I, I was you. You reminded me. I was going to ask you about that. So Ellen is Ellen's pretty huge here, actually, as well. Like people know of her. Ellen, what's her last name? DeGeneres. Yeah, people know of her here. For some reason, I keep having these Facebook competitions pop up from someone pretending to be Ellen. Really? Yeah, oh, it's definitely crazy. not her. But oh, it's like, not her. I doubt it. You know, she, her publicity guys are not going to like be doing some spammy Facebook giveaways, are they? No, I would definitely like immediate delete yeah, on that. I just delete yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and she, and I have to say, you know, um, my publicist, uh, is the one that, uh, you know, contacted them and everything It's for the Memorial day broadcast. Right. And, um, 
you know, it's uh, Ellen is such a special person. I, I, she's a person that is exudes such optimism and caring yeah, yeah. and loving, and yeah. um, and such, and also her humor. And I've always believed, and trust me, laughter got me through cancer and a lot yeah. of other situations. As I, you know, in the last couple of years, and I used to sit and watch Ellen uh, while I was at. Uh, taking chemo for four hours uh, and I would listen to her and that was like my escape to to laugh yeah. and to yeah. cry at some of the stories and so you know she's one of those um in, inspiring people that I you know it, it I hope it all comes through and I get to go uh and uh and also speak about what you know because it is the Memorial Day broadcast as a daughter of a veteran um and uh someone who raised someone in this life, my own experience, uh, and what it means to me. Um, and, um, and it's something that I look forward to sharing, uh, with her audience. And, you know, she, like, as I said, she is a person of such genuine, uh, heart. And, uh, that's something that I, I don't think, I don't know if she knows how much, how many lives that she's actually impacted. Um, but I'm very, you know, very, uh, happy to and absolutely honored to be able to join that uh broadcast so it's um it's pretty exciting and so um yes that's uh, that's great and uh another thing is i'm working closely with an ambassador uh one of the ambassadors for gary sinise on the sinise foundation which i don't know if you know of him in the no. uk no um okay well did you ever watch the film forrest gump yeah okay so the actor that played lieutenant dan Mm-hmm. That's Gary Sinise. Oh, cool. And, yes. And Gary Sinise, um, following September 11th, uh, became very involved. He comes from a military family as well mm-hmm. um, and uh, became very involved in re- reaching out and supporting our veterans. And it soon it sort of became this foundation. Um, and he's been recognized um, in our country, uh, not only by our veterans, but um, the White House and um, so many other organizations for the kindness and the, and the caring that he and his foundation have shown uh, to the nation of what it truly means to support our troops. And I always, I have one design that says support. It's a verb. And I really believe that um, it's yeah. more than just saying, thank you. It's okay. Get out there. And if you know someone who has a family member who's deployed, ask them if they need help with their car. Do they need to have oil changed or do they need their grass cut yeah. or, anything like that. Those are the actions, uh, little things that will mean enormous to yeah. someone who has a loved one. So um, I'm really excited uh, to attend the Memorial uh, Day concert at uh, Washington, D.C. with uh, Captain Leslie Smith, who's an ambassador for the foundation. And um, it's always held every year. Um, it's called the Concert for America. And uh, Gary will be there again, hosting it along with Joe Matenga, who is, do you guys get Criminal Minds over there? Mm, I, I don't think I watch it. No, not oh, myself. Great, but probably great do. show. Yeah. Great show. Well, I watch Broadchurch. You should watch Criminal Minds. <laughs> Broadchurch? What's that? Oh, dear Lord. Who am I talking to? I do you, you... <laughs> I try not to watch that much TV. I'm too busy. Like, oh, my goodness. I, I, do, I am into a bit of NCIS, though. I'm not going to lie. I quite like that. Okay, well, NCIS L- LA or New York had Gary Sinise. Right, right. So, 
I mean, I don't know which one you're watching. There's just so many, but Broadchurch was great. I love, but see, again, I had mentioned to, to Nathaniel, I am a huge Anglophile. I love Great Britain. I love the UK. I love London. Uh, so, but I also love <laughs> BBC and all of your shows. <laughs> I have a Acorn app on my, uh, on my television and I have a, a BritBox. Oh gosh. Brilliant. So I grew up with Hyacinth. I grew up. No way. Oh yes, absolutely. That's a blast from the past. Hyacinth like bouquet. <laughs> Hilarious. Like it. Yes. And also the Vicar of Dibley yeah. and yeah. And Father Ted and. Oh yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. And remember I did mention to you. Oh, and by the way, the top one would be as time goes by with Dame Judi Dench, which I adore. Oh yeah. I think I seem to remember that. I would have been quite, I was quite young when that was out. I did watch yes, it. So was I. I watched the reruns. Thank yeah. you, Nat. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. So, so back to like your struggles, right? With, <laughs> like right now with you? <laughs> yeah. Not with me. No. <laughs> So back to the struggles, yeah, with, yes, with the struggles. Uh, yeah, it, you know, it must have been really hard to like, you know, continue with a positive mindset. Yeah. But like you saying like that laughter was was kind of your medicine. Yeah. When you were going through all of that. And I can appreciate that. I think I think anyone that runs their own business or struggles in their career or whatever, um, you know, has has been through that and probably goes through it. I mean, the whole point is we're human, yeah? And, you know, no matter if you're a veteran or you're a, 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 a spouse of a veteran or, or army wife, you know, whatever, even if you're a normal person that has nothing to do with the army or the navy or whatever, you, we all go through uh, mental health. I mean, that's in essence what we're talking about, staying happy no Absolutely. matter what, right? And like that's just a massive thing you know nowadays and and i mean there's so much more awareness around it now which is which is really really good and i think sometimes it's just someone reaching out to you and being nice to you could change your whole mood for the whole day which will then help you to become more positive moving forwards right absolutely i mean i agree 100 percent with that it's uh it really is um because um, as you and I talked, I mean, I have a home studio. You have a home. You have you have your own studio uh, mm -hmm. at home, and it's hard to get away from it. Um, yeah. So you have to make an effort of being able to uh, sort of have some balance in your life. And um, mental health does come into it. Try to find things that um, you know, especially if you're a creative, um, you really need to step away and uh, do something else uh, that is outside, you know, that's a little different, whether it's writing, which I enjoy uh, tremendously. I'm voiceover work, which oh, I'm cool. sort of getting into and I'm keeping my fingers crossed that I might be able to make a great announcement by the end of the week. I will cool. be very, very happy. Um, but um, it's finding something else so that you, you sort of don't uh, feel overwhelmed by the business uh, that you are trying to build, mm -hmm. uh, whether it's at it's uh, you know it's beginning or it's at its zenith and it's just you know doing extraordinarily well. Um, I think the pressures are always going to be there, whether you're starting it midpoint or it's a success. And you know, I think um, as much as a success of any business, you're always trying to stay 
and keep it successful. So there's always going to be that pressure um, to continue to um, keep it going and keep it successful and keep it evolving and growing. Because I think any, especially brands, um, they need to be able to evolve. Um, And uh, I think there's uh, certainly many brands out there uh, that can be pointed to as, you know, how they've uh, really evolved from what they started at to where they're at today. Um, and I, and, you know, I know here where I, I'm at, I, I don't know if in, well, I'm sure because they have, a, she has stores all over, but there's the Alex and Annie brand, uh, which is a jewelry line. Right. And she's, uh, she's actually a local girl from mm-hmm. here in the U S and where I live. And, um, you know, it's extraordinarily successful a brand that she started in her garage. Uh, and she uh, has been able to evolve the brand into other areas mm-hmm. of and done a lot of work with other brands. So there's been that sort of creative uh, uh, connection uh, and with working with other creatives, uh, which, again, it expands uh, from where she started to uh a whole new demographic perhaps that she's appealing to. And I think that's all part of as you're going and growing a brand and getting moving forward is you're looking for ways that uh, not only enhance what you're doing, uh, the message that you're trying to get out, the look, everything, but also um, that the brand is getting known in um, other areas that perhaps don't exactly fit it, but, uh, do work well. So, um, you know, I, I had a jewelry line, um, with a very, um, amazing, uh, jeweler out of New York. And, um, you know, I look forward to doing other things along those ways and working with perhaps some celebrities at getting, um, who, you know, there's, they all love our men and women who serve and, you know, it's, it's about the soldier, not about the war <laughs> or. Yeah. The, the well, battle. that's the problem, isn't it? We need to be more pro peace, you know? Absolutely. Well, and also understand that it's not the soldier. It's, you know, it, yeah. and I say this about Memorial day too. And I, when I did a podcast was, you know, it's a day not to reflect on why a war was fought, but uh, to reflect on those that went. Yeah. And, um, and because that's not the day to, it's not a day to argue why any of that fought, and mm-hmm. and least of all with those who actually went. Yeah. And um, so, you know, um, I think always looking for opportunities um, when you are starting any kind of business. My biggest advice to anyone who is listening, who has ideas and wants to push forward, and is just to really write down certain goals that mm-hmm. you'd like and uh, to see you achieve, and take it step by step. But don't overwhelm yourself with uh, too many. I mean, it really does take baby steps to get you to where you're going, but always affirm to yourself that you, um, everything is a, is a learning curve. Uh, nobody wakes up one day and is, you know, Bethany Frankel, who is a big entrepreneur on this side of the, uh, of the ocean. Um, and, uh, you know, I admire her tremendously for what she's built, but, she started selling muffins, you know, and so it was a definite way of uh, how she got to where she is and the enormous success that she is today and the name brand that she is today. But it all starts with uh, little things and they may seem little, but just under, you know, keep faith with what your initial 
uh, goal list. And um, of course, adjust it as you go along. I had to in many ways as I started Homefront Girl because I thought I could use all these IP properties that were a part of my life, my entire life. And I soon discovered that I couldn't do that um, right. because they belong to the services. So uh, I didn't use them. Um, so uh, I rebranded um, in my head um, mm -hmm. how I was going to approach it. And, uh, and I did. And so there's always going to be some uh, obstacle, but it's only an obstacle if you don't look at it and say, okay, it, I can either go around it, I can go over it. I, you know, there's always going to be a way that you can uh, adjust and uh, still keep true to what you are trying to achieve as much as possible, but don't let it be a stumbling block to uh, the goals that you set for yourself. And again, to any woman out there listening in the great UK, uh, go for it, you know, um, absolutely. Um, there's nothing to stop you other than your own fears. And um, I'm here to tell you that if I had done that and I had let my fears and doubts about uh, doing any of this, I would still be wearing a cheese head uh, in Wisconsin and probably watching the housewives on Bravo, <laughs> but, uh, and I wouldn't be here today. So um, it's, uh, I always just say, just keep, keep working hard and don't lose sight of your goals and never think that it's too late to start again because it isn't. Yeah. Well, I think that applies to anyone. It's not just women. Absolutely. It does apply to anyone. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you just got to get on with it, haven't you, really? And, yeah. you know, just, I mean, I was listening to like Mike Tobin, one of the episodes with him, and he's just like, you know, the destination doesn't change, but the route might change. Like you might need to get an Uber or you might be Ubered along the way. And if you are, then you need to find another way around it, don't you? Absolutely. That's brilliant. I forgot he yeah. said that. I'm a huge uh, Tobin fan. Um, there. <laughs> he's very cool he's <laughs> i think he's pretty awesome i've watched yeah. I, I have one episode i have to watch that you've done with him so yeah but uh he's pretty brilliant yes absolutely yeah, yeah. and that's a very good quote yeah very much so so how do people how do people um find you gabby if they want to uh check out your stuff okay uh well you can go to www.homefrontgirl.com and uh, any manufacturers uh, in the UK interested in Homefront Baby UK and Homefront Girl UK, you can contact me at Gabby at homefrontgirl.com. And um, my um, licensing agent is Firefly Brand Management. Cynthia Modders is president and uh, would love to see Homefront Baby in the UK <laughs> as well as Homefront Girl. So um, hmm. that would uh, be lovely. And yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, you know, I'm very much interested because I know that this is an, um, it really is an international brand and it's an inspirational brand and yeah. in so many ways uh, from the greeting card line to the wellies I have, uh, which are amazing um, to, um, you know, as I said, the, uh, the summer collection will include, you know, swimwear and, um, uh, the travel bags are amazing. And those are currently also available on fancy.com, um, mm -hmm. which is an international sort of a platform. Um, so I can be found there, but um, absolutely reach out. And um, thanks so much for having me on. 
pleasure. Daniel, it's been, it's been uh, a fun. pleasure. It's been a lot of fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was really nice to you, Nathaniel. <laughs> I know you were. You could have killed me out there. I could have. I, could I know. Been. I'm not ready for it today. I know. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have not had enough. Thanks so much for listening. Please subscribe and wherever you prefer, share with your friends. And if you enjoyed the show, drop us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.